Yeah, it's just like a whole different view on this end from what I normally see. So hopefully this is right. So get started in three, two, one. Welcome to the Light Reading Podcast. This is not Phil Harvey, but rather Kelsey Zeiser, Senior Editor at Light Reading. Uh, normally, Phil Harvey is uh, leader of the podcast, as it were, uh, but I will be in his stead today. And I'm joined by Mike Dano, uh, Chief Bottle Washer, first of his name, um, leader of the... Uh-huh. Yeah, keep, no, keep <laughs> going. Several, I, I like it. Keep going. <laughs> I'm also going to call you not Phil Harvey for the rest. I think that's your permanent name now. (laughs) Not Phil Harvey. Great. (laughs) So, Mike, uh, you are going to be at our 5G Transport and the Edge event next week in New York. Yes. Um, Or is not Mike Dano going to be there? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. Not Phil Harvey is going to be there. I don't know. I will. I have plane tickets and a place to stay, so I, I will be there barring any yeah travel travel problems i'll definitely be there okay no i'll just call you not from now on is that if that's okay (laughs) yeah yeah that sounds good yeah sounds it's very like nietzsche or something i thought we were gonna do our our impressions of phil since he's not here we could do you start Mm. (laughs) well he sounds really like he's got a really good radio voice (laughs) and ladies yeah My, I, my I won't do that imper- anymore. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> my film impersonation is, hey guys, sorry late. I was <laughs> editing some uh, some photos I took in black and white in my uh, dark room. Oh man, he's so cool. He's just such a cool guy. Yeah, it's yeah. it's hard to yeah it's get anywhere close to a real impersonation of him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what were we talking about? So the 5G transport event that Light Reading is hosting um, next week, October 10th in New York at the Westin at Times Square. Uh, So before we dive into what we'll be covering next week, what should attendees do in New York in addition to the event? Do you have any favorite pizza places? Any thoughts on thin crust versus, I guess you couldn't get Chicago style deep dish there. Sure, that's true yeah i don't i so i've been to, i'm actually really excited about this event because i've only been to new york city one time and i cannot wait to go back i thought that was it was awesome when i was there and so i don't know anything about new york uh i know <laughs> so that the no empire state building is super awesome huh? <laughs> i said no pizza recommended yeah no pizza recommendations then. i think the deep dish is gross though so i'm i'll stay okay so you're that. all for the new york style yeah pretty much yeah okay do you think? What, what it's, about you? What's um, what's your recommendation? Have you been there before? I have. Uh, I think I was there more as a tourist, probably in my early twenties, and then also when I was five, I went with my mom, and she. I remember she said, "Would you like to climb to the top of the Statue of Liberty or stay here and eat some ice cream?" <laughs> and what I looked up. <laughs> yeah. What What did you think I chose? Uh huh. Well, as a five. Having two kids of my own, I know that you chose ice cream. There yeah. is no other choice for a child. <laughs> well, I didn't have any sunglasses, and I remember looking up uh-huh. at the Statue of Liberty, and I'm like, it's so tall, and it's yep. 
<laughs> so my bright kids would up do there. the exact same thing ice right. cream why would we yeah. do anything else i mean really she didn't want to climb it either so you know <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty pretty easy decision there all right so getting to the 5g transport event uh some of the topics that we're going to be covering next week are 5g ran architecture xhaul options for the 5g transport network also, the evolution of the Ethernet and IP packet layers to support 5G. Uh, what are some topics and speakers that you're excited about? I So I, I find transport to be a, a hard topic to cover because it's so esoteric and complex. Um, but I'm super into edge computing. So I'm, and that, and that's one of the, the, the beats that I try to cover at light reading is mm -hmm. edge computing. And so that's one of the things that I'm going to be listening for at this event. Um, and I, I think this event is a, uh, it's, 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 it's almost perfectly, uh, aligned with edge computing because from my understanding, a big part of edge computing is the, is the transport and routing, um, that operators apply to the traffic. Uh, to make mm -hmm. edge computing work, and so these these you know the the Verizons and other companies that are going to be in attendance are very well positioned to talk about how edge computing and and that kind of routing um, traffic routing stuff is related. So that's that's what I'm excited for. Right, we do have um, Glenn Wellbrock with uh, Verizon uh, presenting at keynote that morning. Um, and he spoke last year as well. He's an excellent speaker. And so it'd be good to hear from him and do have a couple other folks from Verizon as well. Yeah. Uh, Infinera, Sienna, Ju uh, Juniper, like those, I feel like those, I don't know a whole lot about those kind of people in those companies. So this is my opportunity to learn a little bit about how they are related to all this and 5g and edge computing. Right. Exactly. Uh, and so, Building off the edge computing, that's something that we've added to this event this year. Um, in the past year, has the industry come any closer to better identifying and developing some of those more competitive use cases for the edge? Um, and, you know, also talk about its intersection with 5G. For example, at this event, we'll be talking about security, manufacturing, and autonomous vehicles as potential use cases. Yeah. I mean, I hear more and more noise about, about edge computing, both outside of 5G and specifically related to 5G. Mm -hmm. And so I think that we'll, I'm hoping to hear a lot about, um, about how all those things are related, you know, for, for things like autonomous cars, uh, if they're connected to a network in any form, then edge computing is certainly going to be is is almost definitely going to be a big component of that service because you have to have that real-time uh, computing uh, function available to cars uh, because they're, you know, they're traveling at 60 miles an hour and you have to <laughs> get quick, quick responses. You can't just wait around even for whatever it is, you know, 20 or 30 milliseconds, you know, th th things like that matter. Uh, and autonomous driving is a great example of how those things matter. Um, you know, it's the difference between stopping in 60 feet or stopping in 30 feet, mm -hmm. you know, for an accident or something. So, uh, yeah, I think all those, all those things I, I would expect to be, um, big topics of discussion. Any thoughts on how, um, edge computing will play a role in, you know, advancing cybersecurity capabilities, for example? Uh, that is, I'm interested mm -hmm. 
I don't, I don't know. What, what do you think? Is like, is that a, is are we going to be talking about cybersecurity next week? Do you think that's going to be a big like topic of discussion? I, I mean, it not um, a main topic probably for this event, but potentially as a, a use case for the edge. Um, I mean, do you think it would maybe speed response time if there's a DDoS attack, for example? Could be. I mean, um, so uh, just today I was at a, a 5G event here in Denver um, that was hosted by the CTIA. And one of the comments that came up about edge computing and security was that uh, it could potentially reduce the um, damage that you could have from a cybersecurity attack. Mm -hmm. So like if you're Best Buy and you implement edge computing and so you have like computing resources at all your locations, stores and corporate headquarters and that kind of stuff, and it's all sort of distributed within an edge, you know, each each location has its own computing resources, then if you're hit by an attack, you're not going to lose everything because it is distributed um, is, is, was one of the arguments that was brought mm -hmm. up at this event. And so that's not something I've ever heard mm -hmm. about with edge computing, but it, you know, that certainly, <laughs> that certainly sounds good. <laughs> if I were running a bunch of, you know, distributed locations right. that makes the, the, the possibility of having a major hack less, I would expect that to be a selling point. Right. Yeah. I think that would be, um, certainly attractive to a lot of operators as well as their customers. Yeah. You're also moderating a panel on monetizable edge applications. That's a mouthful. <laughs> right. It's well, it's all about monetizing, right? Like that's a, the whole, the whole thing is monetizing. Right. right. Um, can you give us a sneak peek on that discussion? Yeah. Uh, what are some monetizable applications? Can you say that five times fast? And <laughs> Where are operators making well, their investments? I'm I uh, I think the uh, the wonderful people at Light Reading, such as uh, not uh, Phil Harvey, <laughs> uh, graciously asked me to come on and stumble around on that topic, and so I'm I'm excited to do it. And and um, and uh, the 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 lineup at the panel is real good. It's op it's a mix of operators and and vendors, and so we'll get a I think I'm hoping we'll get a lot of good. Um, perspectives on that on that question, and I think that um, uh, I'm, I'm I think it's the near term ways of making money from you know from from transport routing mm -hmm. and edge computing. Uh, I am very curious what they have to say, um, and from what I've been hearing, um, there's actually a huge near term opportunity near term opportunity um, from um, enterprises that would invest in their own edge computing resources, meaning essentially, you know, deploy whatever computing resources on their, on their enterprise campus or at their location um, to store some of their data there and, and store other data in a, in a distant, uh, you know, cloud computing center. Um, and so I'm curious to see what, you know, what the discussion is around whether that's a, whether that is a real thing and, and like how, <laughs> how near term are we mm -hmm. talking here? Is it like a 2021 thing if that's near term or if it's really next year, uh, whether they'll see, you know, real, real revenues from that kind of a deployment um, because uh, you know, companies nowadays pay, pay a lot 
of money for transport mm-hmm. of their data and if they can reduce the amount of that that money by storing more stuff locally uh then they wouldn't pay as much for for transport but they would pay for edge computing resources so you know i don't know what that means from an overall sense but it certainly means a lot for you know monetization mm-hmm. right. <laughs> there's there's a discussion to be had there yeah and you've got some panelists from uh etsy the linux foundation and verizon so you know, some very bright people there. And I'm looking forward to it. As right. Well. Yeah. Who I think ultimately are all going to be thinking about monetization in one way or the exactly. or another. Uh, and then we're closing out the event with uh, something new called In the Hot Seat Panel Discussion Interconnecting 5G Transport and the Edge. Uh, and that'll start with uh, Rayla Chance with Zenfi Networks and Ed Fox with uh, Mettel. And the idea between behind the in the hot seat panel discussion is that they'll talk about um, some key discussion topics that we've covered during the day. And then the audience will actually have an opportunity uh, to come on stage and, you know, wear the speaker hat, so to speak. Let me see how many times I wow, can say. That speak. is awesome. I was just thinking that like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm down for that. If, if we can put anyone on the hot seat and make them sweat in any scenario, that's what I want to, I want to I want to see people sweating. <laughs> right. Yeah. We'll, t- we'll turn the lights on really bright. Um, take away any water bottles. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, it'll be. <laughs> and yell at them real loud. Echle them. Yeah. That's my kind of, that's my kind of work show. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, audience stay until the end and <laughs> you can be heckled by not <laughs> Phil Stick Harvey around. and not Mike yeah. Dano. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Mike, uh, for giving us a quick preview of what to expect next week. I'm looking forward to it, to having some pizza, maybe um, have some ice cream and staring at the Statue of Liberty. Anything else that you'd I like to do? I was going to say, are you going to... Well, are, I, I want to go to the top of the or the uh, Statue of Liberty. Are you going to go to the top of the Statue of Liberty? This is your I chance. I think I will stay at the bottom and call to you from the bottom and, and see if you can hear my jokes. Uh, Ooh, that's not, <laughs> well, I'll you I'll try to use, uh, maybe I can access 5G and send you the, the, the VR video using 5G <laughs> transport uh, from the top of it. Yeah, and we can, can also, it. you know, you can throw your phone out and see, you know, how indestructible it is. <laughs> That, I could do that. Okay. I'll think about it. You might need it later. Yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe. All right. Thanks, Mike. I'll see you next week. Thanks, All listeners. Right, Alrighty. Thanks for listening to the Light Reading Podcast. This podcast is edited and produced by Tian Fu in New York. Our show notes are all available at lightreading.com. As a reminder, you can get the Light Reading Podcast from Apple Podcasts. Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, and dozens of other platforms and apps. Thanks again for listening, and thanks for getting your telecom news from lightreading.com.